This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Well, hey, everybody. Hope you're doing well. It's been a quick moment since I've uh, shared some thoughts and ideas with you. Sometimes we take a pause and just... You know, nothing wrong with taking a pause in the process. We want to make sure we're sharing content that is quality and thought through that's going to add value to your life. And this podcast is no different. I want to share a thought that has been kind of on my heart a little bit that I believe is something that I don't know that many folks think about in their day to day. I know I haven't always in the past and I've been challenged more this way. And so I wanted to share this with you. And the thought is really the idea that It's really a question more than anything, but it's the idea that, are you vital to your industry? And you may say, well, what what does that mean? Well, you know, are you vital to your industry? So think about what you do. So many of you know I have other companies. I have Wall Private Wealth. I have U.S. Private Wealth, a consulting company and a motivational company. And let's just take the financial companies as an example, right? Am I vital to my industry? In other words, is what I'm doing changing my industry? Am I, am I in a situation where I'm adding value, more value along the way? Am I creating new content rather than just competing with other people? And that's something I want to talk about today because I think this is so important. And it's interesting as I'm shooting this and, and recording this podcast, I had a, a little uh, blip come across my screen. It's a Jack Welch, which is the former uh, chairman and CEO of GE. Many of you know General Electric, big company. So Jack Welch, you may know that name already, but he actually died this morning, actually at 84 years old. Now, this is March 2nd as I'm recording this. But, you know, when you think about it, that was a big company. And what was he doing to push his industry? What am I doing to push my industry? What are you doing to push your industry? So whether you're a homemaker, whether you're at home and you're taking care of your kids, whether you're you know, in the financial space, whether you're in some type of sales role, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a politician, whether you're, whatever you're doing, are you vital to your industry? What changes are you making that are really gonna outlast you? And that's just a quick thought that I wanted to share and challenge you with on today's podcast, because I really believe that this is something that is not often thought about. We just kind of get into our day in and day out routine. We don't always step back and think about why we do what we do. So I'm excited to share this with you on the show today. Before we jump in, I just want to say thank you to many of you out there who have already given thoughts and feedbacks via your comments and your ratings, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever. Appreciate that. If you haven't done that yet, I really invite you to take a moment even press pause and do it right now or do it right after the show and just share us your thoughts. Hey, Mike, I really enjoyed this. I really enjoy, you know, whatever and, and what you'd like to hear as well that might encourage you. And then obviously we love the fact that you guys are sharing this with other people to help grow and encourage others in this world that we're all living in. So let's jump back on topic here and talk about being vital to your industry. And let's talk about how can you be vital to your industry. You might say, well, geez, I'd like to be vital to my industry, but I, I don't know how to do that, Mike. I'd like to be in a place where people are like, wow, you know, you're really doing some cool things. You're, you're moving the ball forward, but I'm not really sure how to do it. I'm kind of insignificant or people don't know who I am or, you know, whatever it may be. Well, the good news is in our world today, we live in an age, which we all know with social media and other things like that, where we have the capability of reaching many lives at one time in a pretty quick scenario. And so 
I want to challenge you in thinking that, you know, first off, when you talk about being vital to your industry, that may not necessarily mean that you personally are called to push the entire industry in culture in general. In other words, that everybody's saying your name, all of a sudden it's like you become an Albert Einstein of the day. That may not be what you're called to. Now, maybe you are, I don't know. But maybe what you're called to when I talk about being vital to your industry is more in your local market or other businesses around you or, you know, other organizations that you're with. In other words, do you lift people up or do you push people down? When people connect with you, are they inspired to do more? Are they inspired to believe in themselves that they can do more than they thought they could originally? Or are they just left in a place where they're like, well, you know, that was nice. It was nice meeting them, but it didn't really add value to me. Because everywhere you go and everyone that you talk to and every person you interact with, you walk away, and as you walk away, you have left some type of an impression on that person. And that impression is either to build them up, or it's just to kind of leave them neutral, <laughs> or is to maybe even tear them down, God forbid. And a lot of times that impression that we leave is going to be dictated by how you are mentally, your mental state yourself. And I think that's really, really important. And that's why when I ask you the question, are you a creator or are you competing? You know, when we're in a place where we have a positive mental state, when we're in a place where we have a great outlook on the world, when we're in a place where the friends that we hang out with and connect with our encouragers, we tend to have a little bit more of a positive mental state. And typically from a positive mental state, we end up creating more and doing more and growing more. In a negative mental state, we're in a place where we don't necessarily see why even try, because I don't think, you know, it's going to come to pass. I remember what Zig Ziglar used to say. He said, you know, positive thinking won't allow you to do everything, but it will allow you to do everything better than negative thinking. And when you look at your industry, what are you doing to really move forward and be vital in your space? So let me give you an example and break it down from a personal perspective. You know, I'm in a situation where, as I mentioned, I've been in the financial space and some other things for years. I've commentated on media nationally for about six years, CNBC, Fox, Bloomberg. I don't at the current moment, but I did for some time. And, you know, written for magazines, Forbes, other things. And one of the things that I've always thought about is how can I always do something different? In other words, you know, you find a lot of times that people might look at their industry, whatever industry you're in, and they look at the competition and they try and mimic the competition or they try and say, hey, you know, I really like what they're doing. I want to do that too. Or, you know, hey, that was a good idea. I'm going to steal that and I'm going to do that myself. And I do look at our competition to some degree, but that's probably three to four, maybe 5% of my time. Obviously, I want to know what they're doing, but my intent in doing that is not to look to try and reproduce anything that they're currently doing. It's to look for ways and really look at it almost from a consumer's perspective and say, if I was a consumer in the financial industry and I was looking at some of the content that they are putting out there, what are some questions that I would have that have not been answered? What are some concerns that I would have that have not been addressed? What are some needs that I would have that have not been really accounted for? 
and how these other organizations or companies are marketing and putting themselves out there and positioning themselves in the marketplace. And that's really the reason that I go and look at competitors and see what they're doing. It's not in any way, shape, or form to throw a rock or a stone, even though I do believe that there's better solutions. It's more so from the perspective of saying, how can I solve problems and needs and concerns that are not currently being solved by competitors in my space? And what you'll find is when you go at it from that lens and when you go at your business and whatever you're doing from that angle, you will actually end up becoming more creative and less vindictive. You know, when you get vindictive is when you're looking at your competitor and you get jealous or you get concerned or you get frustrated or I can't believe, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of saying, wait, time out. There's only one me and there will only ever be one me in this world today. And I'm currently in the space, in the market that I'm in now, currently me in the financial space and a few other things motivationally as well. How can I be the best version of me that I can be? And how can I solve more problems? So I always take full responsibility for the results that we have. And, you know, sometimes the results aren't necessarily just to do more, 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 more. I also want to have a lifestyle along the way. I want to make sure I'm balancing my life. I want to make sure my family time has been thought through. I want to make sure that my spending time with my kids and my wife and friends have been thought through. And yet we're still adding a ton of value in our space. So these are all, I think, crucial things to becoming vital in your industry. Because when you look at anyone, you know, that's in any type of position of job or business or company or anything, they're in a situation where their primary goal a lot of times you see is they want to they want to go and they want to maybe maybe they start out to solve a problem but at the end of the day they want to make money and they want to make that money so that way they can have freedom some sort of freedom a lot of times that freedom is so they can do whatever they want to do in life maybe vacation when they want or live the way they want or whatever it may be and a lot of times that's the case but if you haven't thought about having the balance along the way and all you focus is on is your competitors and what they're doing and why they're doing this and you're not doing that, then you can have the wrong spirit that comes in your heart, in your space. And so how you become more vital is to look at ways that your industry is lacking and look at ways that you can creatively think about how to solve those problems. I think about Henry Ford. You know, many of us know Ford, the automotive company, and they've made many, 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 many vehicles over the years. And Henry Ford's model and design was to try and make something more economical, feasible for the normal person to buy when he made his first car, Model T, and also provide a livable wage for his employees. Now, what's interesting, many of you may not know, is Henry Ford, as he continued to grow the business, actually ended up paying a gentleman full time to think his job wasn't to go and, you know, work on an assembly line or go do sales and pitch the product somewhere. But his full-time job was to just think, have low pressure and think about how he could be creative, how the company could be more creative, how it could be a, a leader in the space. And that's what he did. And consequently, because they weren't concerned necessarily just about what other people were doing, they were concerned about what they could do to solve problems that existed out there. Ford became, and it still is, a vital name in the automotive industry today. And that's just one example 
of what you can do. And so when you think about your life and your career and what you do, again, whether you're a homemaker, you're at home taking care of kids, or whether you're a pastor, or whether you're a teacher, or whether you're a business professional, a salesman, or whatever you do, how can you become more vital to your industry? Instead of just going to work and saying, well, I'm going to work and I'm exchanging, you know, these hours today for some money, or I'm going to this, build this company, you know, I'm going to exchange this amount of time and effort for some money. When I sell the company, I'll make X amount of money. Instead of thinking of it like that, think of it really from the perspective of how can I solve more problems? How can I meet more needs? How can I become more relevant to the people that need what I have? And as you start to think down that lane, you will become more creative and less competitive and really be in a place where you are becoming and really earning the right to be vital in your industry. So it's just something I wanted to share that I was thinking about on my heart that I don't know a lot of times that we really think about. You know, we kind of think about, hey, I want to go out and make money or, hey, I want to go out and add value or, hey, I want to go out and do things. But do we really think about the fact that how can we be vital? You know, we're gonna, as Zig says, we're going to be dead a lot longer than we're alive. And when you're gone, will people remember you and say, wow, they really made an impact. They really made a mark, not only on the business community, but on people's lives along the way. So I hope that challenged you. If you know somebody that's growing in business and doing some things and they just need to hear this conversation, share this podcast with them. Share it with them because you care about them and you want them to grow and be efficient along the way. And as always, our goal in life is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Hope you have a blessed day. We'll talk to you next show.